Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, 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 drunk accountant. Hello. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. We are the two drunk accountants. Yeah. And uh, this is where you come to get all of your your uh, your advice, Tim. Your yeah, small business small, advice. Small business advice. That's what this uh, podcast is about. Yeah. We uh, cover topics which we think relate, and uh, people come for the accounting and they stay for the banner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, speaking of topics that relate to everyone, just a quick pong date. Uh, Tim, congratulations. <laughs> you won the week and the Thank grand you, final. Thank you. Um, Means a lot. Our status, uh, in-house statistician, uh, our money ball of the, of the <laughs> office, if you will. Mikey has come to me and told me that... Uh, that's very high praise there. I, I, I'm still four points ahead for the season, mm. but that's not much. No, that's that nothing. That can change in a week. That literally is one week. One if week's you, If you win a straight week next week and the week... And the grand final. And the grand final. You're ahead by several points the final week. So, uh, there's three weeks left of the season, Tim. Yeah. Mate. It's massive. It's tight. It is very tight. That's the way we like it. Right, yep, Dan? It's tight. We are tight. <laughs> tight. We're tight. As in like, I'm crossing my fingers over. Yeah, like no, we're, 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 we're good pals. <laughs> uh, let's move on, Tim, to the... we're brothers. Uh, <laughs> I was just signaling Tim what we're doing next <laughs> Let's move on to the what is the, the Tim and Dan Low. <laughs> <laughs> we extended that one a little bit. That was good. Uh, Tim, what was your Tim and Dan Low this week? What have you been up to? Um, I've had a lot of meetings, Dan. A lot of meetings. And, oh, yeah? Um, you know, that makes you a bit tired, right? Yeah, it does. So... Um, so I've been doing some strong sleeping in the, mm. in the evenings. That's good. Which is food for my brain. What time have you been hitting the, hitting the hay? Uh, yeah, 9.30. What time? 9, you, 9.30. What time are you getting up? Yeah, 5.30. 5.30. Yeah. I'm playing silly buggers, Tim. <laughs> it's early. It's early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so that's all we go to bed early. And, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been, it's been quite good. Um, we are watching this show called, uh, The Fall. Yes. It's quite good. It's about the serial killer who strangles his victims, <laughs> which yeah. are all women. I think I know where you're going with this so, story. the sleep was going well during the week. On Wednesday night, I think, have you ever had a mosquito buzzing around your ears in the, in the night? It's frustrating. My God, I hate it. Mm. It's and the worst. Y- you're, a, you're a light sleeper too. You I wake am. up from that. My eyes just broke open. Mm. I could hear this mosquito in the dark. So I turned all the lights on and I was walking around trying to like squat it. Uh, and um, yeah, Jade was sound asleep. She had no idea that I was walking around like making these loud clapping noises. She was even fidgeting a little bit in yeah. her sleep. That's how deep asleep she You're was in. You're being a creepy cereal She killer. was really feeding her brain. Right? <laughs> now, yeah. So anyway, I got... The mozzie happened to be over Jade a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was standing there. I lost it. I was just waiting to hear what it was doing. So I folded yeah. my arms. And uh, right at that moment was when Jade stirred. 
and I'm standing right over her with my arms folded. <laughs> You're standing Looking over real her with a rope and a, and, a, and a plastic bag or something. You should have seen the look on her face. Like <laughs> Her head literally came off the pillow and went backwards. I don't know how that happened. I would too. If, yeah. if you were my husband, I'd be waking up. <laughs> I knew straight away what she was thinking of too. I was like, it's all right. I'm not a serial killer. I'm just, it's just a mosquito. <laughs> So that's been my week, really. Well, you're a serial mosquito killer. They'd consider no, you. A serial I didn't find killer. it. <laughs> I didn't get it. Lucky. I just covered my head with a sheet. Mm. Bloody blood sucking vampires. Reminds me of you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, whatever. What uh, about you, Dan? Uh, yeah, my week has been much the same. Several meetings. Uh, I go to bed at ten thirty for all oh, those concerned. Okay. Not nine thirty. Uh, but I don't get up till 7. So That's exciting. 10.30 to 7 is my sleep time. I'm sure everyone wants to know that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Just letting everyone know. Uh, you had a funny story from earlier in the week where you brought Kat's keys to work with you. Yeah, that is true, actually. I uh, and, and misplaced her toothbrush. <laughs> it was toothpaste. toothpaste. <laughs> oh, toothpaste. <laughs> so, uh, I, I did come to work early earlier one day and... Uh, Katrina gives me a call and says, where's the toothpaste? And I said, where it normally is. Uh, wrong. I- I'd put it somewhere else, but that's fine. That was an honest oh, mistake. Honest mistake. I love that. I want to make this a regular segment, actually. And then Things and that th- happen in the Dan Cat household. And, and then I get another phone call about five minutes later. I can't find my, my car keys. She's, you know, she's a psychologist. She's got to get to she work. She's a to, patient. To get see? a patient uh, turning up at a, at a time. And uh, I said, well, where, you know, where'd you put them? Let's re- retrace your steps. And then we realized that they were in the glove box of my car downstairs here at work. Uh, spare keys, not at the house. Either. You didn't even tell anyone where you were going either. You, went, just, you just walked off in a half. <laughs> uh, not like, I'll, I'll see you guys in 45 minutes. It was just, I heard your keys and you walked off. And then I looked down, your car's gone. People don't need to know my business, Tim. Just Malcolm Naden. You Nadin. don't need to know my business. You're Malcolm Naden right out of the office. You don't need to know my business. So I, <laughs> I left. Now everyone knows your business. <laughs> I left and I picked Cat up, took it to work. Everything, everything's well that ends Save well. Save the day. Saves the day. You're the hero. Save the day. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. She exactly. didn't see it as such. <laughs> but, um, but I think I did. You're going to have to build those brownie points back up. Yeah. That you just knocked down there. Well, she's sick at home at the moment, the poor thing. Oh. She's uh, had, had the day off work. Okay. She's sitting at home, feeling sick and sorry for herself. Waiting for the podcast to be released, I no th- doubt. I thoroughly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think she's she's uh, she would say she's got better things to do than listen to me when I'm not around. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say the same, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so no, she's at home. So uh, I hope, shout out to Kat. I hope you feel better soon. Uh, and uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs> I hope you're listening. It sounded really ominous. <laughs> uh, yo, you're talking serial killer. <laughs> it was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, I was protecting her. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, Tim. Mm. Have you got a business update this week? Yeah. I've got one, but... Uh, uh, you you go one? first. Um, you go first. My one's uh, jumping into the realm of a little bit of accounting gossip. Yeah, I love gossip. Yeah, this is... Uh, That's why we're accountants. Yeah, this is the gossiping Just of accounting. The goss. So, there was a bit, of a, a bit of a Twitter war during the week, Tim. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. No, I but, did. Uh, I did. Yeah. Trent Inns from uh, MD of Zero Australia. Yep. yep. Uh, pretty big figure for Zero. Pretty big so, figure for Zero. Yeah. Uh, sh- sent out a mad burn across Twitter yeah. over to uh, Tim Reid, 
CEO of MYOB. Essentially, the same guy in the position at MYOB. At MYOB, correct. Now, what what this relates to is there were some stats released during the week. Um, Yeah, I've got them here. Tim, Tim, yeah, I believe you've got them. But essentially, it was that uh, MYOB had more online subscribers sign up Mm. over the last 12 months than zero. Is that what it was? Yeah, so I actually saw this article earlier in the week and I was like, what? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Just felt wrong. Yeah. So, uh, Trent sent out a nice tweet and it reads, uh, just double checked your numbers, MYOB, and your overall organic small biz customer growth has only 5% similar to revenue. So, you may need to check your numbers. I can help you out with some great accounting tools if you need one at zero. (laughs) Now, that was a mad burn. Uh, Mad burn. Trent, of course, uh, sorry, Tim, of course, writes back showing some graphs and things. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, that they were graphing oh, each other, sending pictures wow. of, of data. That, I didn't uh, know there was a reply. Yeah, there was a lot of replies uh, b- between the two showing each other's graph of, of particular subsets no of love information. Lost. No uh, love lost there. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was nice and funny and uh, awesome. I had a bit of a chuckle and gave it a retweet. All right, so let's, let's, let's take a deep dive into this, Dan. Let's figure out why they're arguing yes. about this. So, Because they're both technically right. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So, so I, I read through some of this. Yeah. And here's my analysis. And I want to jump the gun before to see if you think yeah, yeah. you're the same Now, I'll here. tell you if I agree or not. And there's a few people that made a similar comment on, on the Twitters. Yes. Um, so, MYB, yes, did have more of an uptake of online subscribers yes. in that period. Yep. However, that is not new subscribers to MYB. Mm. That could be people moving from a desktop version of the software mm-hmm. to an online version of the software because mm-hmm. new things are happening. Single touch payroll. Yeah. Other things that you are going to require you get online, online software. Plus, it's just better to be online. Yeah. And MYB have recently announced that they're no longer going to be supporting the old desktop versions. Yep. Um, only the hybrid online yeah. and the purely online. So, what did they expect in terms of their move to online subscriptions? Exactly. It's funny that they're releasing that amongst media outlets too. Yeah. So, they've actually filtered that through to different... Um, so, one of them is the Accountants Daily. Yep. Yep. Um, I think Digital First puts something in about mm. maybe... Yep. Yep. Sholto? I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, um, they obviously release the news out to the different... Um, media publications in the accounting fields yeah. who filtered then their news out to all of the accountants. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, great move from MYB. Like, yeah, it, no, it's definitely. using the stats to your, yeah. I guess, here's advantage. The, here's <laughs> the problem I, I see with that. Uh, and, and we've said this to clients before or, or, or people who are offering us services. You're giving stats and numbers to an accountant. Yeah. That's true. And, that's uh, true. And and the first thing we're going to do is dig into it a little bit and go, oh, really? That's that's not expected. Let's yeah. have a look at that. Yeah. Let's let's figure out why that's the case. I know. And uh, ew, not a great move. I'm surprised. So in this accountant's daily article, yeah, it it made no mention that of that the fact might be the case that it, yeah, a lot of these subscribers could have come from the desktop. Yeah. So I'll read through some of it. Um, <laughs> but I, I suppose one thing that is in MYOB's advantage, to be fair, yeah. is that all these people that have moved to the online version of MYOB didn't jump over to another software as much. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But we don't so know that, what rates that is. a positive you know. for them. Mm. Yeah. I know. But still, not new customers. It's misleading. Yeah. Um, so, last week, Zero saw it's, it starts talking about Zero's net loss, yeah. which uh, increased... Um, but it added uh, 193,000 subscribers in the same period. Yeah, okay. Which, um, 
is a 24% growth. Yeah, well, I, I believe that... Um, I believe Zero's whole strategy has been... Yeah, you know, loss making. Loss, loss making Yeah, because they're reinvesting into yeah. their software. So... Um, then uh, over here, um, it says the results have been a confidence boost for rivals MYOB. Yeah. So not even really saying, but that really depends on how you read the numbers. Yeah. Um, who saw its online subscriber base growing by 61% to 492,000 in the six months ended 30 June 2018. So their online subscriber base is actually half the amount of zeros as well, by yeah. the way. So it's easier to get that growth when you've got a lower exactly. subscriber base. Exactly. And you've got an inbuilt market for the same product. Yeah. So, um, uh, basically goes on talking about MYSB's results and how they compare to zeros. So, 61% year-on-year growth in Australia and New Zealand compared to zeros, 24%. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, talks a little bit more about what MYAB is doing with private equity firm KKR. So, no discussion at all about how those stats are a little bit misleading. Yeah. Well, you know, people need news, don't they? Yep. I think that's the, that's and the it actually there. created some great Twitter actions. It, so it created some great Twitter action. Twitter action. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. It's a good business update, Dan. Great business update. I reckon let's leave it there. Yep. I agree. Well, I've got some, but we'll uh, go we'll, through them next week. We'll sandbag them. Yeah, for sure. Sandbag him. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of next week. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so next week on the podcast, uh, it's not exactly set in stone, but there's a good chance that yeah. uh, we may have another guest on next week. Yeah. Leon. Leon Black. Leon Black. From you, Inspired Tech. If you're a regular listener, you would have heard his name. Yes, you would have heard his name. So Leon uh, IT Solutions. Yeah. Uh, he is going to have a chat probably around data security. Data security in the cloud. In the cloud. And um, I'm actually really looking forward to bringing Leon on the show because I think it really fits with small business, which needs to know more about technology, software. Exactly. And um, IT solutions. That's right. And the thing is like Leon works, Leon has a company which is providing solutions to large companies. Mm. But for small businesses to be able to get insights into um, his expertise is, is a huge uh, positive for that. Yeah, uh, 100%. So, that's going to be handy. We might even make him a regular guest on the show. Yeah, I, I think he probably has many, many topics that he could uh, illuminate us on. Yeah. So, uh, that'll be good. Uh, did you have any um, little funnies before we go into the topic? I, I like that you tr- you tr- you've tried the past couple of weeks to squeeze in this <laughs> this little funnies segment. Uh, and normally, because I, I, I think it's because you've got something to... Uh, to burn me on here, Tim. Uh, no, I don't have anything to burn you on. All right, what, what's I your... I just want to know, Dan, have, have you ever been stitched up? Have I ever been stitched up? Stitched up. Probably. I've probably been stitched up one, once or twice. I mean, you could argue that today's result in the ping pong was a stitch up. Uh, no, that was real. A stitch up is uh, a prank. It's been played on you. It's left you with, with like a red face. Hmm. Are you doing this right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to know. Have you, have you ever experienced a stitch-up? I've had a good stitch-up played on me. Okay. Uh, and uh, I'm willing to go through that. But I was hoping you might throw yourself on the sword. Well, throw, throw me yours first and I'll, I'll see what I've got. <laughs> All right. So, I was working at Video Easy. I was a young man. Mm. 17, perhaps. And uh, there was two guys who were um, jokesters. Mm. At, at the shop one mm. of them was a security guard for the whole center yep named Shane let's call him Shane yeah 
may or may not be his real name. And then another one I worked with in the in the store, Blake. Blake. They're both probably regular listeners to the show. I'd, I'd assume. Say. Shout out to Blake and Shane. <laughs> um, so one night I come out, finish my long arduous shift in mm. the video shop. Mm. What are those things anymore, anyway? Video shops. I don't, I don't. I'm not familiar with that term. And um, my car wasn't there. wasn't where I left it. I'm like, okay, this is a bit weird. Mm. And Blake and Shane sort of filter over and like, mm. where's your car, mate? Like, I don't know. Shane, you're the security guard. Like, shouldn't you be watching <laughs> these things? Yeah, this How is on you. <laughs> disclaimer. It was a little bit of a dodgy shopping center. Yeah. Okay. So, at Cresthaven. Yep. Yeah, good, good little place. But, yep. uh And, uh, yeah, so I started panicking a little bit. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I'll call mum. It was mum's car, technically. Yep. Uh, mum, I can't find the, uh, can't find the car. She proceeds to get a little bit... Uh, panicky. Panicky, a little bit like upset, I can tell. And she's like, put me on to Shane, the security guard. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, Shane's like, sorry, Kerry, I'm playing a prank on Tim and uh, we've moved it across the car park. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, bored can you be to have to actually break into someone's car? <laughs> Use a freaking... Coat hanger. Is that how they got in? Use a coat hanger. So they just took the handbrake off and pushed it. Rolled the car <laughs> across the car park whilst I was working in the video shop. Blake was working too. He's probably getting paid to do this. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was a big stitch up. That uh, that was scary. What I've never you, had a stolen car before. I was like, oh, what, what did your mum do? <laughs> she wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very happy either at the time, but. That's what a good stitch up does. That is a it good divides you and uh, and pushes people away. <laughs> that is a good stitch up. I um, I can't think of a time when I've been stitched up that badly. Yeah. But I can think of times when I've stitched people up that badly. Nice. I uh, once convinced my ex roommate that I was adopted. Oh, for that was about a good one. Months. I like yeah. that. That's a good stitch up. Yeah. So I, I had an entire backstory, um, and and she'd met my family. <laughs> <laughs> and we look very much alike. Your dad looks exactly like yeah, you. It my dad and my two brothers and even my sister, we all look very similar. Like, it would be hard push to say we're not related. Uh, um, she's very gullible. Yeah, so we had, for an extended period of time, had convinced her. She then spoke to other people who'd known me since primary school, mm. who said, I didn't know that, and then started to believe it. Because <laughs> you, you got us all in on the act as well. Yeah. You created... You created authority to it yeah. by, by making everyone else vouch for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you, didn't you know? Oh, he gets quite upset about it. But so, and, you know, that was the trick. That was the trick was to shut it off. When, it, when, when my lives were running thin was just to say that I don't really talk about it. I don't want to know my old parents. I don't want to know who they are. You're I've the- never tried to look them up. You're actually a really good liar, too. I'm a shocking liar. I am shocking. I'm um, more Begsy in this scenario, getting yeah. stitched up, than doing the stitching. You are. You are. You're a little weaky. Nice one. Well, All right, let's move on to the yeah. main topic for today. So, the main topic, Tim, is when you have a dispute or when you are querying yes. the ATO. When you, have, when you don't agree with the decision they've made. Or they haven't made a decision and there's no clear guidance. Yes. So... This is something which um, not a lot of business owners would really know. There is a process for this because you yeah. often get some help from your accountant. Yeah. But I, I think it's important for them to know what the process is just so they know there are options because sometimes they think that's it. Decision's final. 
Yeah. Or if we disagree, well, ATO, like, obviously, I can't... Can't argue them. with them. Yeah. yeah. But there are options available to you before you lodge, if you're unsure about something, mm. and after you lodge, if they disagree with you, or if they've audited you and disagreed with what yeah. you lodged. So, let's... I think maybe we should start with, you've lodged something, you've been audited, or the ATO have made a decision, but you don't agree. Yes. So, let's say, Tim, that you've wanted to claim uh, that, I don't know, cloud insurance was relevant to your business and they've decided that, no, that's not a thing. Cloud insurance, yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, uh, or you, you want... it was private in nature because yeah. the clouds are my private uh, exactly. use things for the weekend. You disagree. You disagree. Yes. Um, they've made a, a, a ruling on it. Uh, you've been audited. You've been asked to pay back some tax. And fined. And fined for it. And you say, you know what? No, this is BS. (laughs) I disagree (laughs) respectfully with the ATO and I want to lodge a dispute. Yes. So, okay. Well, the first actual time where you can, I guess, have some impact upon Mm. their decision Mm. is during that process. Yeah. The audit process or the disagreement process. Generally, the ATO won't just out and out make a decision no. and finalize it. They'll usually often give you, yeah. yeah, it's consultative. They'll give you a chance to respond. Um, but you are generally guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Yeah. It's opposite to opposite the courts. To it's not law. a justice system. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a justice system. Yeah. And the ATO creates their own rules because that's, that's just who they are. They're a legislative body. Yeah. Um, it's also because the tax system is self-assessed. self-assessed. Yes, true. So, you have to prove beyond doubt that what you um, are saying is correct. Yeah. Otherwise, the ATO can just say, well, you haven't proved. Um, yeah. You haven't proved it to us, so you're guilty. Exactly. Um, so, that's the first step. Pretty much try really hard at that part of the dispute to mm. get it right and yep. be happy with it. Yep. Provide the evidence. Argue your point. Yep. If the ATO still disagrees with you at that point, well, then they're going to obviously make their decision. Yeah. But um, at this stage, you can call in um, in-house ATO um, independent reviewers. Yep. So, this is an in-house facility. Yeah. Um, it's basically someone who's not connected to the case. Yep. And they come in and try to mediate. Yep. Find a resolution to the dispute. debate yeah. or the dispute. Um, so, that's that's pretty cost-effective. It happens at the time, generally yep. whilst the decision is being made. Yep. If that still doesn't help, then we push up to um, objecting. Yeah. So, objecting to a decision um, is something you, you lodge a form and essentially start the process over again. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you lodge a form and you're basically you starting... you want to have new evidence or a new argument. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you're starting an entire dispute process. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of like appealing to a higher court. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, sometimes these objections are handled in-house. Yeah. Um, but where the ATO will not allow that objection hmm. because you have to request the objection. Yeah. And there was a funny tweet by a guy called Chris Hooper on Twitter actually recently. Yeah. Um, he obviously was objecting to something with yeah. ATO. And um, he said, no, ATO, I object to your objection to my objection. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a little yeah, bit like that take a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you have to request to object and they have to accept that. Yeah. And then let you show your new evidence or your new argument. Yeah. Um, but if that doesn't happen, 
There is an independent body which will review it for you. Yep. So I'm just going to open the page here. Um, it's actually called the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. Okay. So it sounds like this is complicated, but businesses often find their way, or small small business owners find their way into one of these dispute resolution um, bodies, just based on where they are. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be um, resolved at some stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either you're wrong yeah. and you owe us, or you're right. We'll yeah. wipe that and you only owe us this much. And I, I think as well, your dispute really comes down to how, like how far you take this comes down to how material your dispute is. If you're arguing that you wanted to deduct a $140 pair of joggers, then yep. you're probably not going to go down this road. No, no, but definitely not. if we're talking tens of thousands of dollars... Which often it is because the ATO only pursues the big, those matters. Yeah, then it would be worth uh, definitely... Yeah. Going down this road. So, um, so yeah, the Administrative Appeals Tribunal, that's basically an independent body. And yep. Dan and I did some research into this. They actually oversee um, reviews into all sorts of government organizations. Yeah. So, it's not just the ATO. It's Centrelink. It's uh, Migration and Refugees. Yeah. Um, child Support as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's an independent body which will... It's almost like a little um, mock court. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't come with the associated fees of lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So, this is great for small business and this isn't available to really large businesses either. Um, so, there is a there is a cutoff there. But yeah. for most small businesses, this is perfect. You, you pretty much um, argue your case against the ATO. Yeah. And there will be an independent decision made. Yeah. So, um, that is... Pretty much the last step you can go through without incurring a lot of costs. Yeah. So, the next step I imagine would be court. You can appeal again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you're heading into heading into court territory there. And and that's where potentially a lot of these much larger businesses would go um, with yeah, the so ATO. They would, they would probably head straight to court. And there's going to be quite large legal fees. There's going to be court fees. Definitely. But they're talking about millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, of- yeah. Um, differences that, so. that could have potentially affect years and years and years to come yeah and more millions of dollars so exactly. uh, definitely definitely not something that i would pursue as a small business owner for a relatively small amount of money yeah and look sometimes even just objecting is worthwhile if you think that you've been penalized unfairly yeah so like i agree with you you made the right decision i we we made a mistake yeah but it wasn't uh, reckless. Yeah, it wasn't malicious. We weren't attempting yeah. to... We weren't trying to fool you. Yeah, we thought it was the actual right yeah. decision. So, sometimes penalties can be up to 85% if you've been neg- negligent and reckless. Yeah. And not helpful throughout the review process. That's 85% of the shortfall. So, if you've got a shortfall of 100 grand, that's 85 grand on top of that. Yeah, so a dispute... Not deductible. A, a dispute into that would be worth it. Definitely. Yeah, but I'd also say... Be helpful during the review mm. process. <laughs> you know, exactly. be yeah. be open and forthcoming and our honest. Our experience with the ATO is that they are generally very fair if you treat them fairly. Generally, you work with them. Generally, yeah. generally, generally, that is the case. Sometimes, and it's a large organization. Sometimes you get nasty people. Yeah, but more often than day. not, yeah, more often than not, if you're cooperating with them, they're going to cooperate with you. You know, exactly. they they want to close that case. As quickly as you do. Exactly they don't want right. to drag it along. Exactly right. So, um, so that is the general process in a nutshell. Obviously, there's, it is more intricate than that. 
and yeah. there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of time spent back and forth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not as quick and simple as I just described it there. Yeah. But there are some ways that, um, Dan, you looked into mm. that can preempt that. That's right. So, there, there's things that you can do before you get to this stage. So, if you're making a certain judgment on the tax rules or if, yep. if you... So, this is before you lodge. This is before you lodge, before you do anything. If, if you're considering making some claim for something that you're not sure um, is 100% acceptable yep. uh, or the guidelines or the rules aren't particularly clear on the subject and you don't want to get in trouble, future trouble for it, uh, there are some processes that you can take beforehand to ensure that you're not going to be penalized later yep. if it turns out to be wrong. Exactly. So, um, basically informed decision-making. Yeah, that's right. To avoid disputes. Yeah. So, a as a small business and, and individuals as well, um, there's early engagement advice requests. So, this is, this is a, the very first step you might take and, and it's just calling up the ATO or submitting an early advice um, or engagement form and requesting information about a particular area. Yeah. And it's saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and they're going to come... Sometimes there's really confusing areas too and the yeah. ATO don't know exactly. straight away. So, they need to go check with their people and yeah. they get back to you. Um, and this could be to do with anything and, and they discuss arrangements or yep. schemes or... Yep. And that could that could include everything from your entity structure to a certain deduction. You know, yeah. it, it, it varies widely. Yeah, or types of income like foreign income. Exactly. And treatment of particular... You know, income, yeah. whether or not something can be capitalized on, yeah, or, or if something can be exactly. expensed or whatever it is. Depending on your industry, what De particular deductions you can claim. And it's different for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, early engagement is a good step. They'll give you some advice on what they think. Mm. Uh, if Is that set in stone? No. Can you rely upon that? Like, yes. They're probably going to be rather conservative with that though. They, they're going yeah. to be like... They're pretty much going to here's reiterate what we the rules yeah. to you. Exactly. <laughs> They'll find the rules that they think apply and yeah. they'll say, somewhere in here is the answer Yeah, you. This is what we think. Exactly. So, there is a step after this though. Mm -hmm. And this is something that a lot of small business people and individuals might not know about. Yeah. And this is something called a private ruling. Yep. Now, accountants know what private rulings are because we look them up. All the time. Yeah. Uh, and we hear about them. Yep. And this is to do with uh, anything that you're looking at in that previous step yep. that you're unsure about or you want to make sure that your interpretation is correct mm -hmm. and that the ATO are aware of it uh -huh. and that you can't be penalized later if it's found to be incorrect. And this is rock solid, right? This, this is, is rock guarantee. solid. This is rock as solid. As long as you apply yes. it in the way that you present it. Exactly. So... Let me just pull this up. So, essentially, it can cover anything from liabilities like tax yeah. or it can cover administration, like ways that you yeah. do stuff yeah, yeah. or it can be the procedure of collection of money, the way that they, yeah. you know, or it can be um, conclusions of fact, which would be like residency or right. things like that. Yeah, so that's true because can, they can, affect other things. Yeah. So, so it mm. could be any of this and it relates to your schemes, your entities, everything. Yeah. Uh, cool. Now, what happens is... You submit like a case, a case, or with your arguments, with your arguments, and you say this is this and is what we've got. Supporting, yeah, this is what we're thinking. Here's yep. the rules that we're relying on. Yeah, uh, the ATO review that. I'm assuming they have their lawyers and things look it over. Yeah, and then they issue what they call a private ruling. Yeah. Now that private ruling sets out the exact 
facts mm-hmm. that you've submitted, yep. the specific rulings which they feel apply, yep. and then the conclusion based on that. Yeah. Now, if that is a conclusion in your favor, they say, yep, we've reviewed it, we think this is correct. Yep. Then for that specific circumstance, only relating to you, yeah. and as long as the general facts of the scenario are materially the same, yep. then you can rely on that in the future. If it turns out in yeah. two years' time that the ATO and you got it wrong and it would have resulted <laughs> in you owing $500,000 more tax, yep. you're not liable to pay that because yep. the ATO told you that that's the way it's going to be. Too late. Too late for the ATO. Yeah, they so, can't go back on that. Exactly. However, it only relates to you. If you're another entity and you've just looked it up and said, hey, they got away with... Like, they're doing it this way. That's mm-hmm. how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um the same is not the case. Yeah. Um, you should yeah, still be able to rely on that. It does to you. Yeah. yeah. You, you can use it as, a, as evidence. As guidance. Yeah, yeah. And guidance. But, but it's, not a, it's, not going to, it's not that the ATO is guaranteeing you that you'll be treated the same. So, if you say exactly. something and you think it applies to you, get a private ruling. Yeah. Because then it'll lock it in. Exactly. So, these cases are handy for us and for you to review to see how things and how the ATO feel or yeah. base judgments on things. The cases aren't just private rulings either. Though. No. Are they? No, they're not. So, there's many other... And that's what they say. Before you apply for a private ruling, look through all of our guidance, look yeah. through our cases, look yeah. through our outlines because the ATO um, put all of their private rulings, they yeah. put all of their civil ca- like law case like yeah. ca- actual, actual court, ca- cases. court cases online with yeah. the judgments and the conclusions with names and everything they put guidance <laughs> on how they uh, guidance on, on how they feel about particular things and how they yeah. want things to be treated that's yeah so like an interpretive decision yeah, exactly so if, if a law if a new law comes in and it's a little bit wishy-washy like or Bitcoin yeah exactly so they will release guidance on how you should be treating that yeah um, and it's not that's not that's not um, rock solid. That's not rock solid. <laughs> you could dispute that. You could dispute that. Yeah, because yeah. that hasn't been tested in court. Exactly. So, but it's how they feel about it. It's how they feel. And so, they're basically telling people, look, if you disagree with this, yeah. we will take further action. Yeah. And yeah, you might be right, but you're going to have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> prove, <laughs> prove us wrong. Exactly. And that does happen sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it does yeah. happen, but rarely is that the case. And so Yeah. Large investment. Exactly. So, um. Look through all these guidelines, look through all these cases beforehand, and then if you're still unsure, apply for a private ruling, yep. get one, see what they say. Yeah, and it'll cause uh, save you a lot of heartache later in the tra- later down the track. Yeah. Uh, you'll cross your T's, dot your I's. If the ATO do want to review it, then you've got all of that evidence there. You've already gone through the process of collecting everything you need, thinking yeah. about your arguments, why exactly. it's relevant. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you'll be able to sleep much easier at night knowing that you've done the right thing. Yeah. So, if uh, if you had the private ruling, um, it does legally bind the, uh, bind the ATO, as I've said, um, unless the scheme is not implemented in the way it's set out in the ruling or the facts were different to what you applied yep. to them or... Uh, if you don't follow the ruling, if you disagree with the ruling and say, you know what, I'm going to go the other way, yeah. well, then obviously you're going to have to pay any shortfall and penalties probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah that, that is an interesting an interesting one yeah, there. Yeah, unless you then take it further to the, yeah. the AAT, the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. And yeah, the exactly. <laughs> so, there are some situations where the ATO won't allow a private ruling. Now, this is when uh, they're considering something currently or have already considered the issue for you, such as in an audit related to a particular question, 
or where you have objected to a decision on the same matter yep. or where they have decided on the matter when making an assessment. Mm. So, if they've already decided on something or if you're being audited yep. or if you know, or if you're objecting to one of their decisions, yeah. you can't apply for a private ruling. This uh, has to be beforehand. Yes. Okay. Um, before any of these things happen. Yeah. Um, they also, if they ask you to provide information um, that you need and you don't provide it within a reasonable time, mm. they won't provide a private ruling. Yeah. Uh, and if they consider that making the ruling would prejudice or unduly restrict the administration of the law, for example, uh, if your application is frivolous or vexatious. <laughs> vexatious. <laughs> or if you're not seriously <laughs> contemplating the arrangement that you describe. Oh, uh, yeah, just, just making them spend time. Just making them spend the- time. <laughs> or, or if the ruling would, uh, would not have any practical consequences for you. For example, if the transaction in question occurred in the past and the amendment period has expired. Yeah, uh, okay. So like the ATO can't... Or you can't There's nothing you can do to change it anyway. Or the ATO can't. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, and and then there's also just the, the normal, the commissioner of taxation chooses to exercise their power mm. and not that never issue happens. it. Yeah. That never happens. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, uh, interestingly, there was a recent court case that sort of slightly relates to this, Dan. Yeah. Um, and, and where and the I, ATO said something, they communicated something to, the, to a taxpayer. Yeah. And it was incorrect. Ah. Taxpayer relied upon it. Yeah. And then the ATO went back on it and they're like, no, that was just a mistake. Did they have a private ruling? Held up in court. No, it wasn't a private ruling. It was just a mistake in correspondence. Yeah. So, the correspondence said they weren't liable for interest. Yeah. And then the ATO said they were. So, so who won that? The ATO. The ATO won that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> See? That, yeah. Wouldn't you be frustrated if you got a letter <sighs> from the ATO so that told you to treat it one way and you did and then they came back and said, no, you're wrong. You owe us a lot of money. Yeah. So, it was just... It was, just, uh, it was the federal court... And uh, he, the, the taxpayer was liable for the entire amount of general, general interest charge on income tax, despite an error in communication from a letter from the deputy commissioner stating that he was not. Yeah, I mean, if you can't rely on the deputy commissioner, who can you rely on? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, a private ruling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd can. be binding they in court. They couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. But they also won't say, no, nah, you're not <laughs> no. liable for this general interest charge. In a, a private, private ruling. ruling so. No way. Um, um, Yes, that's that's uh, that's roughly your processes if you're disputing or uh, making inquiries about a decision or yeah. um, a future application of the law with the ATO. Yeah, that's it. Um, and about this, you can speak to the ATO if you're unsure. Yeah, heaps of information on the internet. It's all over their website. And you can speak to an accountant, yeah. your accountant, or us. Send or us. us a message. Send us a message. We want to know about well, your disputes. We're accountants. We love gossip. Yeah. Tweet it. Tweet it to us. Yeah, tweet at we'll put out Two some Drunk good Podcast. Gifts and, uh, yeah. and they're like, burn. Yeah. We did that. Yeah, so that's an interesting interesting one. Yep. Did you have anything else? No, I think that's it. Oh. Cool. I think, uh, I think what might be interesting in a future episode of the podcast mm-hmm. is we go through... Uh, case. Cases. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could... That's definitely possible. And that's yeah. where we came up with this topic. Yeah. Because we're looking at a case. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it would be quite interesting to read through it, the key points. Yeah. And find a find an interesting one. Maybe a little bit wacky out of left field. Yeah. There's, I'm sure there's some out there. Yeah. Yeah. Either a case or a private ruling or... You can even pick a really old one, Dan. Yeah. That have set the precedence for the way we treat things now. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, Westfield cases. A, 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 pri- a private ruling I can think off the top of my head for individual tax returns mm. is uh, physiotherapists and running shoes. <laughs> 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 There's a private ruling specifically for them that says not a deduction. Not a deduction. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. there are some really good ones out there. So, mm. uh, yes. Anyway, so that's uh, that's good. So, Tim, what's your other thing this week? My other thing. I heard some funny news this morning. Um, like ha-ha funny or yeah, concerning funny? I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. Um, yeah, so the, the Japanese, they have the Olympics in 2020, mm. uh, which is only next year. No, the year after. It's two years Feels away. like next year. Tim. It's almost 2019. Mm. And um, so, yeah, they appointed a cybersecurity chief of staff Yeah, um, in government. Yeah. Very important role because apparently it's going to be very tech savvy. The most ever tech savvy Olympics nice. in 2020, as you would expect from the Japanese. Yeah, and you're you'd definitely going to need cybersecurity. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not sure why they chose this candidate. Yeah. But... Um, Apparently, he has never used a computer before. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, he's just going to oversee the staff, I suppose. Yeah, you know what? Good appointment because, you know, he's not bogged down by all the previous hoopla about computers and (laughs) the internet. He's starting fresh. He's going to have some new ideas. He's going to have new ideas. Yeah. A lot of it might be around better ways to file. Yeah. Paper? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was probably just going paperless. Yeah. Maybe it's just like thinking, Yeah. Oh, you know, guys, it was sort of an idea. Yeah. Scrap the paper altogether. Yeah. I've I've got one idea. What if we use a computer to record their times? <laughs> <laughs> Booyah. I'm sure we can we can rig up some type of program that's like a like a big sheet with columns and rows and you can enter in the names across the top and their times and the heats down the bottom <laughs> we should call it a yeah. square sheet a square sheet yeah <laughs> you know what i really think we're going to excel this olympics <laughs> yeah so i thought that was pretty funny um and it just re- it made me think of this thing that jade sent me actually it was a tweet mm. um you know how funny tweets pop up um like pictures, like, uh, I don't know, on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. They, they like recycle them because no one, I don't know, is Twitter, I don't know. In Australia, Twitter's not that big. I, I really don't, I want to get into it more. And so I'm trying my best, but yeah, they always just repost them yep. on Instagram and Facebook. Mm. So that's enough of me stalling, trying to find the picture with the, uh, the yeah, actual quote. You found it. Uh, behind every broke millennial is a baby boomer who makes six figures, but can't open a PDF, Dan. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? I just thought that's classic. And that is so true with the Japanese guy being appointed the chief of cybersecurity. Never had Now use a computer. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Anyway, that's What's a good one. Thing? Uh, my other thing today is the uh, book. I don't think I've mentioned this before. Uh, I just finished reading it anyway. Yep. Uh, I may have mentioned it when I started reading it because I stopped and then uh, I started again and just finished it. Okay. But uh, Endurance by Scott Kelly. Okay. Uh, astronaut. I've read a few of these. You might be confused. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> he spent a year in space at the yep. International Space Station. It's a long time. The longest anyone uh. spent on a single trip. Wow. Imagine um, the muscle atrophy. Yeah. Well, he had, you know, obviously. Uh, technical terms. Yeah. They, they train for that on the ISS. They've got a treadmill and a few yeah, other okay. things with bands. 
Yeah. And they run. They have to do like two hours of exercise a day. Wow. Obviously, still pretty atrophy. Like they lose a lot of muscle yeah. tone while they're up there, but. Yeah. Enough for when they land, they can, you know, move around and stuff. Because they often can't walk after they land for a little while, right? Yeah, they, like, they get wheeled away from the Soyuz yeah, yeah. craft that, you know, crashes down to Earth to bring them down. Yeah. But but they, they usually can kind of stand and yeah. move around. But it is apparently from the books, it's disorientating really? for a little while. He, he was saying at the start of the book that just after he got home, because obviously there's microgravity up in the ISS, so mm-hmm. you, things just float and yep. whatever. Um, so when you're working on something and you want to keep things around you, yeah. you just have to carefully put them near you and let go and they just hover <laughs> and they just stay near you. That's awesome. So he said he got home, he and was the unpacking thing. the groceries from the car, <laughs> held a bag up next to him and then just let it go. <laughs> and it just oh, broke all his eggs and everything on the ground. So brilliant. So I'd yeah. love to have seen that. Yeah. It just shows the way the brain works, yeah. doesn't it? And he said it, it took a few, um, I forgot, days or weeks, but he, because obviously on the ISS, there's no real up or down. Yeah. You know, so true. So in in these um, segments of of the space station, yeah. um, there's things on the roof, there's things on the wall, and there's things on the floor. Yeah. All of it's useful. Yeah. So why waste the space? Because you could be working on a computer as easily on the roof as you could yeah. on the ground. So. Yeah. Um, it took him a long time to get used to orientating himself wow. that everywhere was kind of acceptable. Wow. And so you could yeah. be floating towards someone and they're facing a different direction that to you. That would be and, really weird. Yeah. And that would be super weird. It said it, it, his brain rewired after a little bit and suddenly everything was just okay. And wow. He, he, his brain worked that way. But um, That's really interesting. Dan, yeah. I was listening to more of that Joe Rogan podcast with the sleep guy. It's yeah. like a two and a half hour podcast. So yeah. It was like, attack it every yeah. week and um apparently when you sleep your brain um basically puts things into like automation yeah that's that's how it automates things so he would have gone up there and be like oh my god this is so weird i don't know how to do it yeah. and then sleep sleep slept on it yeah next day probably brains yeah. processed it yeah and he can probably deal with it yeah about it literally like you said rewires yeah yeah well, the the brain's a crazy thing. I mean, it uh, is. Because um, I don't know if I've mentioned, but my, my partner, Kat, is a psychologist. And she's... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I think oh. I've mentioned that on the podcast before. <laughs> and she reads these books on the brain all the time and obviously has a lot of knowledge on it. Yeah. And um, she tells me all, all the stuff. But literally, like, after people have a stroke or brain damage, you know, severely hit their head somewhere and yeah. a part of their brain just stops working and, you know, suddenly they can't speak or... Yeah, yeah. Um, with the right training... And over time, your brain can literally rewire itself around the parts that don't work. So hectic. And then just start functioning again. So crazy. Like, it, it literally just stirs, all right, well, that doesn't work anymore. Let's let's fix that. That is so crazy. But obviously not to everything, but no. to some things. They were using the example on the podcast of a musician. Yeah. So, you relate to this, Ed. Yeah. Just can't nail something one day. You're trying to learn a new riff. Yeah. Shredding on the on the bass. Slap it to bass. Slap it to bass, yeah. And then um, you sleep on it. Next day, nail it. Nail just it. nail it. Nah. And um, yeah, it's just like the brain just processing it and, and putting it into a um, like an unfiltered brain process or something like that. So I guess that's our other thing. The brain. The brain. <laughs> the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I love stealing your other things. Yeah. No, I, I like starting discussions, Tim. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any other things or is that it? That's it. That's it.
All right, that's cool. the podcast for the week. Ah, uh, thank you. Forty-seven minutes. Oh yes, we, we did it. We reduced the time. We did. It. We we brought it down by like at least fifteen minutes. Yeah, we did good. Cool. We did good. We are good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, if you could please, and we'd really appreciate it, get on Apple, get on yeah. Stitcher, wherever you listen to us, give us a rating, give yep. us a review. It really helps people find us. If we could sure. coordinate everyone on Apple programs today mm. to get on there, just give it a five star or whatever you feel the rating deserves. Mm, yeah. uh, we'd say five. Uh, <laughs> give it a quick review. Just say, this is good. Would recommend. That's all you need to write. Yeah. And then uh, suddenly we're up on the charts again and people find us. So Yeah, that would be, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, and even like us on Facebook. Yeah, other than that, exactly. Give us a like on Twitter, Facebook, Two Drunk follows. Accountants. Twitter, at Two Drunk Podcast. That's T-W-O-D-R-U-N-K-P-O-D-P-O-C-A-S-T. Yeah, whatever. I got lost halfway through. <laughs> Podcast. P-O-D, P-O-D. The important part is T-W-O. Two drunk accountants. <laughs> not the number two. Yeah, not the number two. So, two, uh, two drunk podcast. Yep. Uh, give us an email, two drunk podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Find us wherever you find your podcast, except Spotify. Because they're, they're jerks. They're jerks. Because they've de- they been jerks. They be jerks. They be jerks. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. And we will calculate it. Bye bye.